Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm your host, Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today by my friends, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we're crawling outside the Tauntaun once again for episode four of WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. We interrupt this program. We do? We do. Directed by Matt Shackman, written by Jack Schaefer, and by God, we're Marvel fans. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? It's a working theory. Woo-wee. Wowie-wee-wow. Well, 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 well. So many W words we just said. It sure feels like we're back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It certainly it does. does. This is familiar territory. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, wow. That was I... gracious. That, that, okay, I got so many chills. I got um, I got lots of feelings from that episode. <laughs> yeah, right I off was... The bat. I was like waiting for possibly half of an episode to kind of be on the outside looking in. Yeah. But we got a full blown all the way on the outside looking in. It just it's yes. it's uh, another another thing that I'm really liking about the Disney Plus series so far. It feels like they're just wasting no time and they're just like this is okay and now here are a lot of answers for you. I'm like, "Thank you. Thank you for this. This is this is delicious. I'm feeling satiated. <laughs> yes. And it and it came at a good time too cuz I think a lot of a lot of people were like, "Okay, we need at least some answers going some forward yes. boom here." Um so shall we just dive in with a we little We just need to go right into plot, this one. Plot let's, synopsis and then we can plot, plot, plot synopsis. Talk as we go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this episode begins with Monica Rambo appearing in the hospital, and her body is like coming together like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. The blip. Uh, and yeah, she's returning to the land she's, of the living right in the middle of the blip. She's among the 50% who were blipped back into existence. And so, this sets the stage yeah. for kind of uh, where we are setting wise. It now confirms that this is, you know. The, the general arc of this story is pretty soon after Endgame. Yes. If you have not seen any of the other Avengers movies. What and this is, is very, wrong with you? Very confusing to you. Yeah, um, what the hell is happening? Just a little teeny, teeny tiny uh, mm -hmm. explanation. Um, yeah, go back in time for In us, uh, Avengers Infinity War, Thanos, uh, Thanos. Snaps, snaps his fingers and wipe, wipes out half of all of the life in the universe. And, oh, and uh, if you're um, wondering who Thanos is, he's the one that has balls for a chin. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> they were wondering that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, <laughs> five years <laughs> you passes. Can't see it. You cannot see it. <laughs> Jeez, Daniel. <laughs> five years passes, and uh, the Avengers and remaining Guardians of the Galaxy band together to retrieve all six Infinity Stones that gave Thanos the power to cause the blip. And the uh, heroes are able to reverse that and its effects on the universe. And then the people who did blip come back to exactly where they were in that time. Like, same age, right. same everything. And the first time we got to see 
like the effects of the blip were in the new Spider-Man Far, Far From, from Home. Home. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was very like cute and fun. Wasn't that hilarious? But like this. You had we band saw... members literally <laughs> blipping back into a basketball game right in the right. middle of the court. Yeah. And... It's like, wasn't that cute? This, this was, was not so like, cute. Uh, it, it, uh, it was so weird because like, you know, seemingly we should all be like super happy about our loved ones coming back. But it was almost kind of like it felt like it was a, a disaster film, but like in reverse. It was really weird. Well, yeah, it, it there's a kind of a, a cruelty in it because yeah. these people moved on. They've gone through probably extensive therapy, oh, no having doubt. lived five years without people, and then to have them immediately pop back into their lives without anything having changed for the people that blipped away. Yeah. They are still the same age. I mean, everything is exactly the same. And then to find out on their part that the world has moved on. Yeah. So Monica Tragedy. is Monica is running through the chaos of the hospital that's filling up with all these people who've been missing. Yeah. Can I years. say just really quick that like you may. also the 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 undusting or whatever mm-hmm. um, effect like they've 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 which is I think incredible that it feels like they've improved upon it. It looks so good. Oh yeah, like, it looked it awesome. Looked it looked great. Um, so Monica is searching for her mother Maria, um, and unfortunately has to learn from a doctor that. Maria had passed away from cancer three years prior, so and sad. then she reveals to to Monica that she passed away two years after she had disappeared. Mm. Um. So that that and Monica, was this doesn't sequence. register with Monica. Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't know she disappeared, and that's the thing with the right. blip is the nobody knows it happened. It was a momentary blip. Yeah, I mean that's Weird. perfect word for it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we now flash forward a couple of weeks and Monica is returning to her, uh, work as an agent for S.W.O.R.D., which, uh, we, you know, figured that S.W.O.R.D. was involved, you know. Confirmed. Confirmed now. Oh, and just in case you guys are trying, you know, for the nerds out there that are keeping track, um, if this episode takes three, three weeks after the blip. That should mean that it's around like November of 2023, uh, and in Far From Home took place in summer of 2024. So this is actually like before that film happened. Great. Anyway, great. Please move on. Great timeline work. Yes. <laughs> um. So, uh, Captain Rambo is is you know eager to return to work. Um. But the acting director of Sword, who is named Tyler Hayward. Played by jo- Josh Stamberg. I don't like him. You don't okay. like him. You get a bad feeling. I'm glad you said that. I don't I'm like very him. curious. I'm like, you are sus, 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 sus. Yeah. So she, so he kind of informs her that she can go back to work, but she's been grounded on. <laughs> you are grounded, young and lady. And he said that it was, you know, based on something that her mother had decided. Allegedly. Yeah. And, um, so she's only uh she's only available for terrestrial missions only. Mm-hmm. Um and she finds out that she's going to be put on an assignment helping the FBI with a missing persons case in New Jersey. Well, and what's kind of interesting the reason that oh, I guess we can backtrack a little yeah. bit that the uh the suspicion with him is that they're 
he's already kind of having to talk himself out of like he was made the acting director in right. Maria's absence, and he said, "I know it should have been you, right?" And it's just awkward that, sauce. You know, there was no one left, and she's like, "Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, mm-hmm. you were the only option." He's like, "So now that and you're back, um, this is awkward, but there's a there's a built-in distrust." Mm-hmm. Also, you know. We've been kind of like taught over the years of watching in the MCU to just not trust the man. <laughs> oh, well, go, go back Absolutely. to yeah. the, the whole plot of Captain America Winter Soldier exactly. where Hydra was growing inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. and mm. Alexander Pierce played by Robert Redford. Yeah. I mean, that they could be teeing that up again. Maybe not. Very plausible. I think we just have PTSD from... We're totally PTSD, yeah, for sure. <laughs> from <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Co- collapsing in on itself. Yep. So, anyway. Yep, yep. Uh, so she's a little like huffy and confused about why she's being, you know, with all of her skill set, like she's being sent on a missing persons case to help the FBI. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, okay, I'll, fine, I'll do it. I'm, I'll do my job. And uh, she drives in to uh, Westview, mm-hmm. right up to the, you know, the border of Westview, New Jersey. And she is greeted by Agent Wu, Whoa. who we heard his voice in episode two, right? Confirmed. Yes. And yes. Uh, this is, of course, uh, Randall Park, who is reprising his role from Ant-Man. I love Man. him. He is, uh, he, he is so great. And he's mastered his card trick. <gasps> How which freaking was the running wonderful gag in the, the Ant-Man films. I just like, I, uh, yeah, really quick. I, I, I'm just obsessed with the MCU's commitment to a joke. <laughs> yes. You know? Absolutely. They will, they will wait four years to see it through to its conclusion. Man, it's just so special. I love it. Paul Rudd would be so, so proud. Or five years. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Good good on you, Marvel, in the joke department. You did it. Um, And she's like, okay, what's going on here? And uh, he's like, well, police officers tell her what's up. And they say this the place does this this place officers. yeah they were like we're from Eastview and this place doesn't exist yeah their car their 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 um uh what do you call it their their cop car also says Eastview on it too so yes um so that's confusing and weird and she's like mm-hmm. all right let's send in a little helicopter drone and she's send flying it she's flying it uh into Westview. And once it reaches the town line, it vanishes into thin air. Whoop. And she's like, what, what, what? And uh, walks yeah. forward and uh, discovers a sort of energy field surrounding the town. And uh, Jimmy is like, uh, be careful, please don't, you know. And she does exactly what you're not supposed to do. And she puts her hand in and gets sucked into the town. Oh, what's it feel like? Oh, that's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, maybe if I maybe if I try to lick it, should I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the helicopter disappeared, so my body is going to be fine, right? Yeah, what if I what if I put my butt in first? <laughs> <laughs> um uh so Monica, now what we're were you thinking now we're uh, flashing forward to uh, some other experts being brought in to... About 24 n- hours later. Yeah, now help with, obviously, the disappearance of Monica as mm-hmm. well. 
and uh, in, included in included in this group of experts is astrophysicist Darcy Lewis, yes, played, played by Kat Dennings, who uh, has obviously since uh, since we last saw her in Thor has has earned the Doctor title. Good so, for her. so good for her. Yes, Queen. I also think, uh, well, one, I'm I'm glad they're kind of bringing some of the tertiary characters kind of back into the fold and. In, how uh, dare you call her tertiary? In I a very know natural. What that means, but how dare you? <laughs> she has uh, never been a tertiary. She's never eaten a tertiary. I'm going to Google oh that God. word right now. I don't know what the hell you just uh, said. But I'm, I'm glad they're bringing them back. And I, I find that her, her brand of humor fits a lot better in the TV setting. I, and that's what Kat Dennings is known yeah, for anyway. Yep, I, it doesn't clash as much as it did. In, in the film setting yeah. and Thor being, you know, so overly serious and yeah, I agree. And it was, um, and you know, she's a total sitcom girl. Her her yeah. um, two broke girls sitcom ran for I think like correct seven or eight years. Like you know, she's a right. she's a TV gal. Actually, just all in all, this episode has been less was less comedic because of the nature yeah. of it. So like having lightly dusted with comedy for sure. Yeah. But. So having Randall Randall Park and Kat Dennings here is like very helpful. Yes. Because we've Lightens got at least that mood. little sort of sprinkling of Marvel comedy in there. Because yeah. it's quite dark. This episode. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a horror. It's a horror. Um. So uh, about twenty four hours after her arrival, she very very easily picks up on the broadcast of of Wanda's sitcom. Oh, just really quick though, there yeah. um on her way there, she's in the um in a van with like other people that she doesn't know and one of yeah. them is an AI expert. Um the other is a um astrophysicist, was it? I can't remember now. Oh shoot. Well, she's an, she's, she's, the, an she's, the she's the astrophysicist. And yes. she's in there with a, a guy who does artificial intelligence and um I don't remember the other two. Yeah, I don't either. But she well, kind she makes natural. a she makes a comment like, "Well, the sword clearly doesn't know what we're dealing with. Here. What we're dealing with because yep. like we're all got... in such different fields and yeah, or maybe they do, and it relates to all of them, which is plausible. Mm-hmm. Could anyway, be. sorry. Please move on. It's okay. Um. So she is able to kind of uh, tap into the broadcast of Wanda sitcom. And what follows is a sort of retread of all of the big moments from the first three episodes um, mm-hmm. from, well, from their perspective. A, a note about kind of discovering that there are t- TV waves kind of laced over this radiation they're tracking. And, yes. And they're, they're big bang discussing radiation. this. Ra- yeah, they're discussing this radiation and it's left over from the Big Bang. It's this kind of. It actually exists in real life. It's this yeah. this background uh, background radiation, which is a, a constant in our universe, uh, and it's a remnant. And it's it's just very interesting that there is some kind of galactic thing at work here. Mm-hmm. Well, and seemingly too, I, the, um, uh, you know, if you want to dig in a little bit, the um, when the Infinity Stones are being explained, um, like their creation. Um, it sort of originated from the Big Bang. Um, the, the Infinity Stones, yes, were created from the Big Bang. Yeah. So, so something of that nature is at work here. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Anyways. And I think that the um, one of the other sword 
people was like, well, I think that like, you know, that, you know, that, that amount of radiation is like safe. Like we're fine. And she's like, yeah, for, for now, she's like, for now, but who knows what's going on here? Um, yeah. So they, uh, all of these all of these uh people sort of get to experience the the sort of confusion and mystery that that we all experienced right. in the That's first three what, episodes I, in a meta way it's so funny because they like literally are us kind of just <laughs> oh yeah absolutely show. i mean even from like the from the lines like agent Wu is like it's a sitcom a, a 1950s sitcom but why but why? like why well yeah he, he has a great line it's like so are you telling me like, the universe Created a sitcom starring two, two Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "That's that's the working theory." Yeah. Um. So they start to kind of uh, 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 piece together all the identities of the actors who right. have unknowingly been cast in Wanda's sitcom. Yeah. Who we learn are all missing people being imprisoned in this reality. Wow! 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 Yeah, so as they're discovering it, it's, like, you know, very thrilling. They're, like, you know, kind of – we feel like we're at, like, a casting table. And they're, yeah, totally. They're, yes. they're making final decisions on all of these people. <laughs> right. And, and and then there's there's the great bit of, of uh, Agent Wu uh, kind of writing on his whiteboard. His whiteboard, mm-hmm. yeah. What he's we coming know up so with far, all of, all of their yeah. working th- – wh- working all their – kind of working theories what are the hexagons about he's like you said alessa he's basically us he's us he's asking literally mm-hmm. all the same questions we've been asking uh, on this podcast. there was a great one is vision really dead and then there mm-hmm. was another one where uh he writes scrolls yeah, question scroll? mark like yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, um uh which who, is who's very, responsible for this basically yeah it's very captain uh, you know captain marvel tie-in but that is interesting to me too because you know the 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 scrolls that we've seen so far were 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 kind and you know had a but that is uh, not that is not the majority of them yeah so it, seemingly between captain marvel 1 and and now there has been a differing of opinion on scrolls well it, it, but really it's kind of been there from the beginning because the we're going off on a bit of a tangent but uh, the scrolls and the kree which is a, a, another alien race that we we've, we've seen they've been warring with one another for generations yeah and the kree have attempted to wipe out the scrolls and the scrolls are kind of treated like terrorists and some of them are and they're particularly scary if you don't know why we're talking about scrolls because they are shapeshifters right and they can they can change into anything you can imagine it's probably the scariest like potentially the scariest people or you know race and well and good news for us and bad news Species. for anyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The good news is we're getting a Disney Plus series on the Secret Wars I'm so comic excited run, for that. which is which is the Scrolls invading Earth and impersonating Marvel heroes. But it is oh. good, it is good that you're bringing up the Scrolls so in this because I, I I don't think it's um I don't think it they're they're, they're I mean when we get into the you know um, Easter egg portion of the podcast yes. I I'm, I'm talk about like some of the hints that they're throwing that might be potentially about what Marvel, um, Captain Marvel 2 might be about. But anyway. Cool. Yes, yes, cool. yes. They're definitely setting the table. Anyway. Um, so we have confirmed now that Darcy was the mysterious person studying the TV at the conclusion mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. first episode. And that Jimmy was the voice on the other end of the radio transmission. There's confirmed. a There's a whole scene where 
you know, they're figuring that out. And she's like, anytime there's a radio present, we're going to try to like patch in there and try to talk to Wanda, try to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Um, we also have confirmed that the beekeeper, who is not a beekeeper, you know, yep. he was a a sword a sword dude named uh, Franklin. Yeah, Agent Franklin. And uh, the colorful toy helicopter, they when they were both sent in, they were kind of retroized once they came into the Wanda universe. Right. Um. So that's just sort of like you know extra, extra info on like how important the the production quality and how you know perfect she has to keep everything from right and it also letting it all derail well it debunks one of the conspiracy theories or not not conspiracy theory one of the theories people had that he was the beekeeper was perhaps a nod to aim or maybe yeah yeah we talked about that yeah and i think that was just a little misdirect a little misdirect and i wink and which is great yep yep yeah um so uh you know Darcy and Jimmy are now getting very into the into the show. They're eating some Lay's potato chips and, <laughs> and enjoying enjoying the episode. And when uh, Monica first blows her cover as as Geraldine, uh, they're like, "Did whoa, whoa 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 that's different? Did she just did she just say the name Ultron? What what has that happened before? A reference to our reality?" Um. But just as Wanda is, you know, starting to threaten Geraldine, the episode skips ahead and goes straight to the credits. Uh, passing by Vision's strange encounter with the neighbors and no explanation of what happened to Geraldine. Mm-hmm. And um, Darcy sort of is like, somebody is censoring Somebody's this broadcast, which we had talked about before. And uh, just as that happens, the alarms at sword, at the sword base begin to go off. Oh, wee woo, wee woo. And Darcy and Jimmy run out to find Monica, sort of lying dazed on the on the grass. And she... um, meanwhile, the camera stays glued to Wanda. And uh, in reverse of what happened at the end of last week's episode, the aspect ratio ceases as we enter. The world of Westview. And uh, let's see. What else? Oh, well, we obviously figured that Wanda was the one that chucked Monica out. Yeeted. Well, and this is the first time we get to see her really use the powers we're yeah, familiar with. Yeah. She so, sends her flying through several walls of material. Yeah, <laughs> so we see a, an unedited version of that scene where we watch Wanda become even more unglued. Frightening. And she says, you're not my neighbor, and you're definitely not my friend. And her, you know, twirling red powers start going. And she's like, you know, you're a stranger and an outsider, and right now you're trespassing here, and I want you to leave. And then she chucks her on out of there. Here, let me help you. <laughs> um, And um, as Vision comes into the scene, just as he did, uh, last week, he's not looking so good, uh, oh and God. we see oh a, the gray, lifeless uh, vision Fucking as he 
yeah, with as he as he looked head, right after the the Mind Stone was ripped out of his head in Infinity War, and yeah. uh, ooh, that was spooky. <laughs> Absolutely um, spooky. That that but that that's yeah. I mean, like in in a in a horror film, that would be like a jump scare. Like they would have had like a big like bring sound that would well, have and just and, I mean, and, her reaction to that, like obviously we knew that she's not handling the loss of vision and her grief well, which is why yeah. this sort of whole thing has been manifest. But mm-hmm. seeing him like that and her like freaking out and then immediately switching him back. So yeah, is it it's it's kinda like she's she's in control. Like she's con- she's she's making this happen but seemingly maybe losing control. Like Well or- she's she's uh, in the sense that I think she's mentally coming unhinged. Yeah. But yeah. I I do think she has kind of total control over over this. And what's super interesting about presenting vision in that way, it really uh it really sparked in my mind, did she take his her dead corpse <laughs> and reanimate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is yeah. that her, is that his actual is she dead hanging, corpse or is that just a is vision? She hanging vision? out with his his dead oh. corpse. <laughs> Which, like, just just imagine the last three episodes with him as a corpse. No, like them I in bed together. You know what I mean? Like all of that business. Very macabre. Yeah. Oof. Um. So, you know, vision is clearly you know, sort of confused and, like, worried about what's going on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she tries to console him, like, I have everything under control. Really creepily. Very. That's been her best line delivery of the entire show this Mm -hmm. far. She's like, don't worry, darling. I have everything under control. And they, um. Including you. (laughs) Mwah, uh, uh. (laughs) They um, grab their babies and sit on the couch and. And shake them. And, uh, you know, sort of bringing us back into this sitcom reality, she says, uh, what should we watch tonight? And they're just sort of sitting there on the couch. Um, and then what? we go Division. and then we go back Division. to the uh, outskirts of, of Westview with Monica uh, being discovered. And her final line was, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. What a spooky, wonderful way to end the episode. And that that yeah. was the episode. That's the episode. So do we want to dig into some uh, some things that we noticed? Some some uh, Easter eggs? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just uh, Totes. Generally speaking, I like how uh, they've kind of set Maria Rambeau up as a the, the Peggy Carter equivalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that Peggy was involved in the creation of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yes. and Maria, after her time spent in space with Captain Marvel, right. immediately came back to Earth and decided to set up a, a defense organization. So she's like the head of S.W.O.R.D. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, interesting. So in the very beginning, like of the episodes, uh, before she, or like, I guess, before and as she's being undusted, um, we kind of hear like some some very soft talking going on and I turn that shit up real real loud and what you find I think one of the, the the last line is very very clearly clear um the first I think it's Maria and she's saying I can't I can't leave Monica and then you hear 
Captain Marvel. Young Monica saying uh, something like, Mom, it's okay, I can stay with Grandma, or something like that, she says. Hmm. Uh, and then Maria, will, I think, again says, I can't leave. And then, uh, and then you hear a very familiar line from Captain Marvel 1 with Monica saying, maybe I'll build a spaceship. I want to be an aircraft pilot. And then Carol Danvers says, when they were, land- when they were handing out kids, they gave her the toughest one, Lieutenant Trouble. Um, and Yeah, all of that dialogue is from Captain Marvel. Yeah. So seemingly, I, 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 like, I guess in her... You know, in her dusting, maybe she was that that's something that happens when you're in the you know, you're you're like sort of like dreaming about the past. I don't know. Maybe that's just the the writers just. um, Well, well, what happened was when she blipped, she was asleep. Right. Like she was asleep in the hospital. So that could just be. Yeah. Just picking up where her dream left off. Totally. I think you're absolutely that. That makes a lot more sense. Absolutely. And. um, uh. But yeah, I was. Uh, I think that that's also, you know, potentially alluding to um, maybe Maria Rambo having a um, having a role in Captain Marvel two, where she goes on a mission with uh, Captain Marvel in space, yes, potentially, and also setting up the origins of Sword and. And actually, this is interesting. Uh, maybe something that happens in Marvel Two could be what starts her cancer. Oh, that would be sad. Would be yeah, depending on when it's set. I'm I'm not sure where. They haven't confirmed when Captain Marvel Two is set. It it should be after Endgame, was my understanding. But because you know how we found out about um about uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two how. Um, yes, how a hip Quill's mother passed mom away. Yeah. was given her cancer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, they could they could absolutely it could be a time spanning movie where they go back and show Maria during during the blip years, mm-hmm. and if she had any contact with Captain Marvel during that time, which I imagine she probably did, then it would be interesting. Um, but yeah, that was something I noticed so. about the intro. Cool. Uh, also, uh. Uh, Monica is really disturbed. Well, not not really disturbed, but she's very skeptical about the role Sword is playing because it, it, it originally under Maria's watch started as an observation, oh, and right, yeah, kind of study investigation, and the uh, the working or the uh, kind of acting director talks about how they've invested in drone technology and AI, yeah. and and they've switched more towards and an sentient. offensive. They said sentient, uh, sentient weapons. Sentient weapons, as opposed to sentient worlds mm-hmm. in the in the comics. So the fact that they're weaponizing is a disturbing trend. That's a yeah. That I think that's a huge red flag. Also, I mean, since I because you know my my mind is still very much wrapped around how they're going to bring the X Men into the MCU. Sure. And I think that that is plausibly a hint. Um. You know, maybe Project X, something like that. You know, where they're they're creating sentient weapons, um, maybe. Um, Possible, yes. Um, but yeah, I I think that Tyler Hayward is totally sus. <laughs> um. Oh, you guys. Uh, in his office. 
probably, you know, might not be anything, but, you know, the hexagon is a thing. Yep, the hexagon's uh, right. His, and uh, his carpet and the posters. Yes, and also his, um, what do you call him? his diplomas are literally in mm. the formation of a hexagon. Um, you know, that could be just the, the designers just giving us winks all the time, but, you know. Um, it could also have some. Well, other somebody type screen of grabbed a, a a photo from uh, or a still from the Loki trailer, mm. and in said trailer, Owen Wilson is standing directly across from this little girl, and they're talking about something. And in the background, there's a stained glass window mm. of what looks like a very devilish figure, which people are oh. saying is Mephisto. Uh huh. <sighs> Very curious. And with, I, I don't know. And then with all the hexagonal stuff, the, which of course is 666, which is spooky, spooky, spooky. Equivalent to the devil, with the devil's number. The devil went down to Georgia. He was and, for a and, soul to steal. And what's even more interesting about Mephisto is he actually has a history with the Infinity Stones. And in the original run of the Infinity Gauntlet series, the comic series, he was the one convincing Thanos to go and find them mm-hmm. so he could then take them for himself. Right. But he found Th- Thanos to be very impressionable and very idealistic. And, <laughs> Love that and guy. Used, used him as kind of a means to do that. And I don't know if I'm not I don't think that's what happened here, but he does have a role to play in Infinity Stone lore. Mm-hmm. So it, it it it's becoming more plausible that he is somehow involved with altering our hero's minds and so he has a long track record of being able to do things like that yeah um also randomly i i this doesn't really it might, it might not have anything to do with this but um josh brolin is supposed to be coming back allegedly well there is a there is a rumor that uh thanos is shown in a younger form in mm. the eternals movie yeah very because, because very he good. is a because he is one. He is an eternal. An eternal. Um, so one thing that I was just thinking about, like the original missing person. Yeah. What? Who is? Who that? is that? Because they didn't. Uh, they didn't clarify that. Like Jimmy wasn't right. when they were putting all the cast pictures up on the wall. He, like he wasn't like this is our this is original guy. Person. Like this is the guy. Right. And he's like he has a comment where he says like, well I I had to ask for Sword's help because nobody's ever heard of this guy. Well, here, here's my here's my thought. Something so, along those lines. Uh, you know, sword. Their their whole mission is to be well. One of their their at least it used to be to observe, and to be cognizant of these beings. Um, so maybe this missing person is actually one of those people that they're like they're that's on a watch list kind of thing, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we can't find him anymore or her. Um, and so maybe it's Wanda, maybe it's uh, um, or, or maybe it could be Mephisto, or who knows what. Um, well, what's really interesting is that uh, Jimmy asks the, or rather, uh, Monica asks the question to Jimmy. He's like, "How are we aware that this town exists, but no one we talk to yeah. is?" Mm. And we discover that part of Wanda's deal here is that she is able to alter the memories and thoughts of people on the outside from even knowing knowing it exists. Right. Right. That's why the cops don't know it exists. This is another question. It might not be as important, but it's, it's related. Do the cops are talking about Eastview 
And the cop car even says Eastview. Does Eastview exist? Or yes, it yes. does. So, so like the kind of the setup of the joke is that they're saying Westview doesn't exist, and she's like, "Well, where are That's you really from?" Odd. And where yeah. are you guys from? Eastview. <laughs> and so it's cool. like, if Eastview exists, why wouldn't Westview exist? Right. Sort of. And she's she thinks it's kind of ridiculous. But what's happened is Wanda has altered seemingly the thoughts and memories of anybody who is remotely associated or knows anybody who lives in Westview. Yeah. So it, it's, it branches out that far that she's capable of, of altering people's thoughts, even if they just know somebody from Westview. Also, I'm going to call point... right now that like, it's, if it's not this, I mean, they've got to be at least tipping the hat. At least they have to be. It's, you know, it's another wizard of Oz reference. Cause she's the wicked witch of the West. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yes. In essence. Um we've already gotten a couple of references with like the the red smoke um you know trying to poof away the the uh the stork but um Right. Anyhow, gosh. Uh what else? What else? What else? Oh, so you know what since we were talking about that one little section, uh, you know, I was like numbers. Oh, there's numbers. Oh, wee wee wee. Um <laughs> so on Monica's car, the numbers S-8512. Um, I we're all just assuming S stands for sword. I mean, that's probably pretty safe. Um, but the numbers, because um, I you know Google it, it a lot of times, at least in the MCU, they when you see numbers like license plates and stuff like that, the a great first place to start um, is with the comics because yeah, of course, generally yeah. that's kind of what they're nodding to with the numbers. And I think I mean I did find in 1985. It was a 12 comic book series was The Vision and the Scarlet Witch. It's plausible. Fun little nod. Yeah, a little, little doo doo doo. Um, but yeah, and a lot of people, there's some people out there that actually think that WandaVision might be based partly on those particular comics. Also, the drone, oh, yeah. um, the numbers are S 57. Um, and the 57th issue of The Avengers uh, was the debut of The Vision. Oh. Ah. There you, you go. Know. Nothing actually. Another little tip of the hat, maybe? Question mark. Uh, also, uh, the the fact that the specific the color scheme of the like that that's such a very specific. I mean, why why not just make it a, a black drone? You know what I mean? But it was very specifically like those red and blue colors, which are very Captain Marvel, um, like. But interesting that when it was retroized, it then became Iron Man yeah. colored. Yeah. Which, which I, I I we don't need to look too far into that because she is pulling from pieces of her, her past memory. and yeah and Stark has kind of a a mixed history with her considering his bombs killed her family right seemingly and and then they they end up on the same team so it, just an interesting way to kind of play with us a little bit. Yeah, I was um, at least for um, on the outside world, them being red and blue. I think it's just maybe potentially another um, hint that Captain Marvel has a very, you know, profound effect on yes. the creation of the sword. Well, yeah. and in that vein, and and even both a bigger and a smaller indication of that is uh, Monica's necklace. Yes. That you can see when she's walking into the sword building yes. is a Captain Marvel emblem. So yeah. this is somebody she reveres. Totally. And... <gasps> Veers. You said Veers. Oh, my God. I did. Yes. <laughs> I anyway. did. Um, we talked about the Big Bang Theory already. Um, 
Oh, okay. So th- this is this is a crazy theory I had. I don't know if this is necessarily a thing, but as I was like watching, I have back to for my second time. I uh, <laughs> whenever you preface it that it might be crazy, when you say it's crazy, <laughs> both, both Dino and I are always like, oh, oh boy, okay. here we go. What's but, gonna okay, happen? So just because I'm like super <laughs> sus of Tyler Hayward, right? And they w- said that they were like creating AI and sentient weapons, allegedly. Um, so. Maybe Tyler knows more than he's letting on. Um, I think that that's 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 a safe assumption. Sure, sure, you know? sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Where I get a little bit, where I get a little bit on the crazy side is that maybe Sword might actually be partly to blame for what's happening there, and he's trying to clean up the mess. Yeah, I, I, I if he I, created a sentient weapon, it was like, oh, shnikes, whoops. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that really would look like or mean at this point. I don't. Yeah. I mean, all we know is that currently sword is trying to fix it. Fix. I, honestly, you know. you know what I thought you were about to say? Huh. But Tyler Hayward is Mephisto. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> anything um, is possible in this show. The show is. And done the more I think about it, it's already. not that crazy stupid. It's not that crazy. <laughs> no, you're at absolutely all. What right. What if we just, it, what if you be. just predicted Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, well, the other thing is, is I, 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 in that scene where, um, you know, she's watching the television, all the people are behind her going like, oh my God, like, how did you figure this out? And she was explaining about the radiation. Yeah. Um, where she says the initials for the, the radiation, the abbreviation, and, um, and then he butts in. He's just like, oh yeah, did it, did it, the radiation, you know, as if he like already knows a lot about it. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I I mean, I I didn't read too far into that because he's the director of Sword, so he, he, he probably should know. Yeah, he, how he should the be galaxy in those functions. But may, yeah, maybe maybe it's a hint that he knows more than he's letting. He on. is far more aware of what's going on than oh. he's letting on. But <laughs> I just remembered. Okay, so watching it the second time, I was watching obviously like not the primary things, but like the things in the background. In that scene, <laughs> there's an actor. God bless him. I don't know who he is. I hope maybe he'll have something special later on or maybe not. But um, everybody is just like, you know, really seriously, intently listening to what she has to say and watching the screen and everything. And there's one guy in the background who is just like just enjoying the show. Like he's just watching. it. He's just like kind of smiling, just like really, (laughs) really enjoying WandaVision. And I just loved that. I was like, what a funny choice. (laughs) Or lack of choice. Or Or lack of choice, too, possibly. Yeah. I I was like, good on you, whoever you are. (laughs) Oh, geez. What What, else, What else you got, Easter Egg Man? Dr. Easter Egg. Um, Oh, you know what? I did. Okay, so uh, when Agent Franklin. Mm Mm-hmm goes mm-hmm. underground because you know this is sort of they're all like probing they're experimenting to see what so i guess tyler tyler hayward's thought is that maybe the force field or whatever doesn't extend underground so they're going to try to go under it and you know right uh but then it's confirmed that it definitely does go underground um so and the we we find out that the border is in the shape of a hex um I do have a question about it, and I don't know, but <laughs> this is just, I don't know if this really matters in the world, but I am curious if it does go underground, how far it goes, um, and if it's, 
if it's like an actual prism. So like if you okay, the, the only reason why I know this is because I play D and D. But if you look at a uh, icosahedron, um, which is a twenty sided mm-hmm. dice, you know, like is what we use for twenty or for D and D. Um, if you look at it from the top down, it's a hexagon. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this, you know, the force field or whatever you call it is, is in, in the shape, shape of it. Yeah, if it's the sh- cool. like a 20-sided dice shape. That'd be cool. I don't know if we'll ever yeah. know that answer. Yeah, we but... might never know. Or maybe it's just a hexagon with like a flat top and a flat bottom. But Yeah, and it, I mean... It, it... It might be infinite in both directions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Because because it is a it's a an alteration of time and space. Right. And... Right. Yeah. So I, I just don't think there's any way in. Yeah, right. this is sort of a broad that. question, but how how did you both feel about sort of changing like the style of the show so drastically? Like, did you feel like Oh yay! Like, did you feel like relieved, or were you like, "Oh, I miss the I miss the spooky sitcoms"? Uh, what I, What were I, your like thoughts? I just thought it was a really bold move. Um, I think it's dope as hell because it was unexpected for me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of like a uh, you know, like a like we like we were in the pool and we just like <gasps> came up for air for a little bit. I mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I kind of I I missed the the warm embrace of the <laughs> of 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 the MCU that we know and love. Yeah, and, and it I mean Daniel just said it, but it, it was a nice it was nice that we kind of got to see everybody on the outside struggling as much as we are trying yeah. to figure out what the heck is going on. It, and, it was kind of like the MCU going like we have empathy for you here. There, you know, right. they're there. But now I just sort of imagine that this is the sort of. Um, form that we'll be keeping whether it's Mm -hmm. like flashing back and forth within a singular episode or we get like you know next week we get like our roseanne episode and the following week we get like the you know on the outskirts them trying to figure stuff out i already watched the preview too that definitely i think spoiled too much i was like damn it but i I, i'm equally excited but i'm not going to talk about it because i don't want to spoil anything no i've been avoiding the trailers uh because the the last one was pretty revealing yeah Yeah. and i didn't watch it and i'm glad glad i didn't watch it so well speaking of revealing so this this weekend is I'm not the wearing Super any pants. <laughs> oh my god! I knew it. I was trying to blow right through. He was through trying it, to but keep talking quickly. All right. Let me. All right. Damn it! I'm Super so Bowl. So this weekend is the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and every Super Bowl Sunday, we usually get a flurry of flurry. pop culture trailers, like oh. the big blo- previews of the big blockbusters right. coming out in summer and so on and so forth. I didn't even think about that. So Marvel is sitting on. A lot of stuff that either had to be pushed, Correct. or there, and a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that's scheduled to come out this year. So I'm interested what they're going to be teasing this weekend. Yeah, and Disney and Plus really just starting every single with, day. Disney Plus every single day, just like come oh my god. I would think, children. and this is just my opinion, but I would think <laughs> the the three most likely properties to get a little deeper dive uh, will get a maybe a fuller trailer of. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. To give a, a little better idea of of the story, I then think they go uh, the the Eternals route. Well, no, you know what? I'm going to say Shang Chi. Mm, okay, interesting. Because we know next to nothing about oh, that. Oh yeah, one. right. And Wait, then Spider Man Three. 
uh, Shang Chi is. Uh, is it summer? The en- end of summer. End of summer. Okay. And then Spider Man is around Christmas time. Wow. 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 And I think I think because there's so much happening in the way of casting in that movie, and it's just gonna be absolutely bonkers, oh and God. potentially a giant puzzle piece in this this Wanda arc. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I I bet we get a little look at that as well, but very, very it could be anything. They've got so much other than that to to unravel. Yeah. Oh wow, you just made me really excited for the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, that's my next question. Mm. Considering I I don't think either of you watch football Sports recreationally. Ball! I don't watch football. No, I'm a baseball. And that's baseball all right. Now. Isn't there somebody I'm not from here Texas to shame that's you. in it right this year or something? Is that is that a thing? Uh, no, there's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but but because neither of you partake in, in the football, yeah. I'm still going to ask you. Foosball is the devil. Who's going to win the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And wrong answers are encouraged. Okay, oh, wait. Okay. G- 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 um, give me the names again. It's the, the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, Bay Buccaneers, Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Quarterbacked by Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And Tom Brady I know that won. name. Okay, gotcha. mm-hmm. And I know that name. the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs. Okay, so quarterbacked by Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna say that the Pirates will win. Um, okay. I am going to say just the opposite for fun. I'm gonna say the <laughs> I'm gonna say the Chiefs. Yeah, and I'm gonna side with Alyssa. I That's think such a lesbian <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. Yes, it is. Only many lesbians, many lesbians I know are Chiefs, Chiefs fans <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. Only team. I guess they must be. Only they must be heavily like. concentrated in Kansas City. <laughs> the lesbians. I have. I have nothing to. Yeah, back our that up. Uh, our, um, our headquarters. You heard it here first, folks. I think our headquarters are there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Just. Just. Just call headquarters and, and let me know. I think we're all curious. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Well. Um, so yeah. one division. Anyways. Um. Uh, any. Any other things you. You two yes, lovelies actually, would like to add? Sev- just several. Okay. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Okay. Go ahead. You you guys. You wow. guys. Um okay, so the sword the sword memos that we were like, you know, the little casting moment, you know, where they're putting all the the, ca- the cast list up on the 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 cork yes. boards. Yes. Um zoom and enhance. Um, you know, put it up on the big screen and was like look literally like had my nose against the fucking screen <laughs> trying to read all the things. Um, but one of them was very like we got a pretty good shot of it, and um, it was the the character Norm, um, mm-hmm. and his real name, uh, at least in the MCU, is Abalash Tandon. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the notes section, um, it states Abalash expresses concern for his father and sister. This information was obtained when Vision awakened him. Is okay, and, it's, and then it says, "Is Wanda controlling a whole town? Physical safety of residents is now in question. When Vision releases him, Abolash becomes Norm again." And that's the end of that. But like, so that says a lot. So, um, uh, first of all, I I want to know, uh, we haven't seen that yet. So, is there are there episodes that that we haven't seen as an audience that they have seen, um? And uh, also, what is this awakening? Does that is that what I'm like? Okay, and and in if you watch the first trailer of the show, we see a moment where Vision kind of puts his he- um his hand on Agnes's temples, and wakes then she up. like yeah. seemingly wakes yeah. up from a nightmare and is like, <gasps> "Am I dead?" Um, I'm wondering if that's what the awakening is. Mm. Um, but 
at least according to this statement, it sounds like when Vision releases them, then they go back to being in character again. So I, 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 it's, I, I originally was thinking that he goes around awakening everybody and then everybody knows what's going on and, and escapes. But it sounds like he can only awaken like one person at a time, maybe. I don't know. But, um, but I have several questions about that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I, 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 more on vision, mm-hmm. and we'll get answers to this. So I don't want to just overly speculate because sure. we will quite literally get answers to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But the fact that he he's growing very confused mm-hmm. and concerned about what's going on. If he was just a pure reanimation, I I, I don't know if he would necessarily have his own. Yeah, I don't think thoughts. so. Yeah, why would he be cognizant? So. But but then right. I kind of thought about the plot device in. Uh, we'll switch over to Harry Potter for a moment. Okay, sure. And one of the th- one of the three <laughs> Deathly Hallows uh-huh. is the Resurrection Stone. Ooh. And when they're telling the story about how what the Resurrection Stone does and mm-hmm. how it was used in the past, so this guy, one of the three brothers, brings yeah. his wife back with the Resurrection Stone, but she goes insane. Like she, mm, it's sure. not her. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 a false recreation right. who just kind of collapses because she's not meant to be alive Mm. and i wonder i wonder if wanda has somehow done something like that where she has reanimated him he has come back to life but he it's not really it's defying it's defying nature and the soul is like yeah it's it's retreating it's like no i'm not supposed to. and yes he is a synthesoid so he technically isn't human but he has grown more human the longer he had the mind stone So he was becoming human. So it's very, you know, something like that might be happening, which is yeah. really tragic. And it's oh. really sad. Um, so, yeah, going back to the, um, and also to, to back to the idea of um, that there are seemingly parts of scenes that we have seen that Sword hasn't, which I think is interesting because there was a, the, the moment where they were doing the radio thing and, mm-hmm. um, shoot, I forget the name of the character, the blonde lady. Dottie. Um, she, like, breaks the glass and, like, her hand is bleeding. Mm-hmm. That part for them was edited out. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. So we saw that, but they didn't. Yes. Um, and then, but then on the other side, there are potentially, or at least according to this sword memo, it sounds like there's things that they have seen that we haven't. Because, like, that sounds, like, at least the the idea that, that, um, uh, Abelash was awakened by vision. That sounds like something that that Wanda would have edited out. You know, yeah. What well, she's I think they so did far. give some hints to the fact that they, you know, because they're watching it like twenty four seven. Yeah, right? right. So, and she even said like, you know, Wanda's radio in her kitchen. She's like, I've you know figured out that she does dishes at this time every single day. <laughs> Barf. Right. Um, or whatever, and like obviously right. in the stuff that we've seen, like we've seen a an edited version we haven't seen a 24-hour broadcast so it is feasible to sort of guesstimate that they they have seen things that we haven't seen yeah that makes sense to me also uh you know looking at all of the different things all the different characters most of them had a new jersey um driver's license so Hmm. that that's interesting although there was one that didn't have one and also According to the memo, they don't know what her real name is yet, and that's Agnes. Mm. Who the F is Agnes, and where is she from? I want to know! Sus. 100% sus. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. We don't yeah. know yet. We don't Very know. Very interesting. Barry. I don't know if she's in on it or if she's trying to help Wanda. Either way, it's sus. Very odd. Yes. It is odd. Um gosh, I think there was there was something else. What was it? Oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> I don't know if this is what they were trying to do, but I thought it was funny. I was like, "Teehee! Teehee!" Uh, when they show, I mean, it's it it wasn't funny. This actual scene wasn't funny. It was actually quite terrifying. But this concept is funny. That uh, when Monica gets yeeted out of the Wanda universe, Wanda reality, or whatever you want to call it, um, she goes through one wall. She goes through another wall, and then she goes through another wall, and then she goes through yet one more wall, which in total is four walls. The fourth she wall. She broke, she the broke wall. Oh all four walls. Oh my god! Oh my. You we nerd. have to end it there. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't. That's... because we are scraping. Yeah, that's really sweet. No, no, but that's that. That is clever. I didn't pick up. On I don't it, know but... I, if that's what they were intending. I think that that's pretty cute. Um, yes, that's that is that is a great catch. Yeah. Um. But also, uh, I last for me or well, second to last. Um, oh. the Jimi Hendrix voodoo song at the end. That's yes. uh-huh. that is an interesting. That's a great choice. music choice. Very great very music interesting choice. music choice. The the lyrics. Well, I stand up next to a mountain and I chop it down with the edge of my hand. Well, I pick up all the pieces and make an island. Might even raise a little sand. Um, and then she and then it says, um, I didn't mean to take up all your sweet time. I'll give it right back to you one of these days. Is that song? So I'm just thinking in my head. Is that like Wanda speaking to Vision? about creating the reality like she's created this thing and it's like sorry for you know i'll give you back your time one of these days i i, I don't know i'm i I'm... yeah or or i mean yes very possibly or somebody saying that to one whoever is mm. doing that to one sure you know? sure yeah I absolutely i could definitely see that um it's a, it's a great choice of music though this this was a, okay so the last thing i noticed and this is a little more subtle um but seemingly very creepy. When Vision and Wanda are sitting down on the couch with their babies, Vision looks, it's really subtle, but like he does this little, like very, if it was intentional, the it's look. really cool. He does a look. He does a little look over to Vi- like to, to Wanda that's seemingly very uncomfortable. Oh, he, yeah. Well, when he turns to go to the couch, he has that kind of dead smile on uh, his face uh-huh. where it's like after she says she has everything in control and that's what I was like. He's he, he knows now something is just terribly yeah. wrong. And if you look, if you look, Wanda is seemingly is looking at the TV. Vision, yeah, th- this is arguable, but it looks like he's looking directly into the camera, which I think is like so creepy and like just like a very cool touch. Is he's just kind of like looking out to yeah. the universe, like help me, get me out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, jeez. Wow. That's all I noticed. That's it. Well, I mean, that was jam packed. That was jam packed episode, yeah. and it was. There's it was no thick. putting the genie back in the bottle. Woo! Uh, anyhow, yeah. So that was uh, WandaVision episode four. WandaVision, WandaVision. If you noticed anything, uh, as always, yeah, comment. drop it in the comments. Send yeah, us guys, a I, send us a message. Love to hear from you. And uh, thanks so much for listening. This is Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nakandros. May the force be with you. Always. We love you, 3000!